Stone on air coming up. Completely unsanctioned by the church. Stone on air. Whatever, let's just do this. Stone on air. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Give human beings opportunity and you'll be absolutely shocked with what people do with it. Stone on air coming up. Stone on air. You are listening to the Stone on Air podcast, recorded live to tape on the campus of Chattanooga State Community College at the studios at WAWL.org. My name is Brian Stone, and often at the old station, Fraud Radio 102.3, I thought, God, do I got to do this again today? It's kind of how I feel today. But it's all good. It's the Stone on Air podcast. Not a big fan of any of any of them, to be frank with you. Today is August eighteenth, twenty sixteen. It's hard to believe four months from now, and it'll be twenty seventeen already. Hell, it was 2012 just the other day. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, three, two, three, four minutes or so, I'll give you one more rundown of the numbers, what the numbers are and what they mean. Those numbers are 1,463, 2,310, 45, 42, and 22. I promise I won't do this every single time. The rundown of the numbers, but just recently there's been a few that are interesting. And one of those, two of those numbers has to do with my boycott of said former radio station that will end here in a matter of just a couple of days. And I'll tell you more about that as well in a minute. The podcast as it is known right now, the way it's done on a weekly basis, kicked off with a full week of podcasts one month ago on July 18th. Speaking of Time flies, whether you're having any fun or not. And uh, it's been fun. It is, I will admit, getting up and coming uh, across town to the campus of Chattanooga State Community College was charming and reminiscent and fun for uh, a few weeks. And I'll, I'll just be honest with you, this week, I'm a little bit tired of it. <laughs> I can't, that uh, the, 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 the home studio can't be built fast enough. I'd like to just kind of roll out of bed and roll over into the garage and do it over there. But um, that's still in the works, this equipment, even though you don't need much of it to to fully pull off what is basically me just speaking into a microphone. But it is it's more complicated than that, but not a whole lot. You do need uh, a little bit more than just the basics. This is, I like to think, a per, you know a professional production, and I do need full studios to do that. So um, hopefully in the next month or two, I'll have these studios put together at the house. But for now, doing uh, these shows over at Chattanooga State Community College. Thank you, uh, David Mack, Chris Willis, uh, Don Hickson, and anybody else from the school who allows me to do that. So one month ago I started this little project and so coming up over the weekend if I find a few minutes or early next week I'm gonna put together a little like five minute mashup 
little best of, little kind of thing. Here's what you missed kind of deal. I'll do that but uh, sometime between now and next week. School starts on Monday. And I don't know what that means as far as my availability to be or the, the studio's availability. I'm sure there's still plenty of availability, especially in the first week of school. But uh, as I've noticed over the last three weeks, every time I come in here, there's more and more cars out there. And finding a parking place was by not by no means difficult today. It was harder than it's been. And by next week, it's going to be a zoo around here. So I can't promise you there'll even be a podcast at all next week. I do intend to, to, to do one if I can, but I can't promise you that there will, but there will be the mashup. Uh, quick, uh, head, uh, just a, kind of an update on a couple local bands. Um, the Dead Deads I mentioned last week, if you're not following them and what they've been doing recently, uh, and you're even mildly interested, you're doing yourself a disservice. This band has been so much fun to watch on social media. They are done with the tour with Bush, but you can obviously still always go back and look at the Instagram and uh, and the Twitter feed and the and the Facebook page, just the, the Dead Deads, and just just search it out in any uh, you know Google or whatever, and you'll find it. Um, they're on their way to big things, and they're going to have another tour coming up here in less than uh, less than a month with Chevelle, little short little leg, and then they'll be back in the fall and into the winter with Bush again, taking them as far north as Canada, and uh, just really leaving a footprint. And continuing to to build on a fan base, so the Dead Deads will be having their uh, CD release party for your obliteration. I tried to get an advanced copy of it, and uh, even some of my best friends are these girls in this band, and they wouldn't even give me a damn advanced copy. So uh, you'll you'll get it as quickly as I can, which is at JJ's next Friday night um, for the that is the twenty sixth. For the CD release party in Chattanooga, and then the CD release party in Nashville is the following day at the basement, the 27th, on a Saturday, with uh, Lizzie Hale opening the freaking show. Lizzie Hale, from the band Hailstorm, not a Grammy-nominated award winner. Uh, I don't know if she won, but she was nominated for uh, Best Hard Rock Performance or something like that a couple years ago. She's going to open the show. So that's a big deal. So I'm going to go to that one in Nashville. Uh, another local band that's uh, been making a lot of noise and uh, is a, a, a favorite of most, if you're listening to this podcast and they're a favorite of yours too, Strung Like a Horse. Have If you're not seeing this, you're not paying attention. It's the hashtag toilet seat covers. Hashtag toilet seat covers. And what they're doing, it looks like they're in hotels. It looks like they're in their house. It looks like they're in just random uh, living spaces where they're not fully clothed. They're not naked, or, but they're close. And they're just playing cover songs, filming it real quick with just a one shot. You know, no overhead, no production here. Just a one shot camera. Play the song, trim it at the edges, and post it. And it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty darn funny. And cool and just fun, like Strung Like a Horse always is. So check out hashtag toilet seat covers um, while you're uh, while you're searching out the web if you have not seen that already. Collab and co-starters. I do want to say real quick that I am uh, the collab is the company lab downtown. It's a uh, kind of a, a an upstart tech incubator uh, for new business idea to business kind of um, kind of organization. And I've been involved with them since the end of last year in the uh, w- with assistance in, in the upstart that was the Stone on Air show on the old station, Fraud Radio 102.3. Uh, but now it is just in podcast form. 
and kind of old idea, but or same idea, new concept, new approach. And they have let me, they've enrolled me in co-starters. Um, and I, for no charge, you know, I'm not supposed to say, say that out loud, but th- th- these people are very, very, uh, they're invaluable resource for me. And so I started that on Monday and it is a full three hour curriculum based class. I mean, it's like going to school. And I started that on Monday. It's a nine week class. Hopefully by the end of October, um, I'll have a better understanding of how to make some damn money with anything in life. But, um, but certainly with, uh, with this concept and this idea. And, and I'll tell you more about that as it goes along. And the numbers real quick, 1,463 and 45. We'll start there. That's 1,463 hours since I have last listened to Fraud Radio. And 45 minutes, excuse me. 1,463 and 45 minutes since I've last listened to Fraud Radio 102.3. That is going to stop. I'm going to end the boycott this Friday because the Red Zone, Coca-Cola Red Zone, the high school football show with my friend Joe Varner, and uh, and and usually Quake, but uh, Scott McMahon, but he does the TV games uh, for the for a majority of the beginning of the season. And I used to fit, sit in on this show, and it's a lot of fun. I will be tuning in to listen because I really like the show. So the boycott will end on Friday. What are the other numbers I have? Two thousand three hundred and ten. Since we're at a one-month point, July 18th to August 18th, I look at the overall listens, clicks, plays, whatever, on SoundCloud alone, only analytics from SoundCloud, which is the hub, but you can get this show on any download of any podcast network. I don't even know how to check those numbers. I'm trying to figure that out. But 2,310 plays in one month. Now, 2,200 of those are from the United States, leaving 110 from other countries. So the number 42 is the combined number of listens from prominent countries like Canada with 13 plays, the United Kingdom, 13 plays. Now, I don't know. They must have stumbled on this and accidentally hit play. Might have immediately hit stop. I don't know. Germany, six plays of the Stone on Air podcast on SoundCloud. France with four. Brazil with four. Ireland with two. And overall, 22 Countries outside of the United States have clicked on this podcast on SoundCloud at least one time. 22 other countries. Australia, Mexico, New Zealand, Belgium, Denmark, Mongolia, Iceland, Norway, Finland. Now, again, it might have been an accident, you know. I don't know. Not sure why they were there. But I'm happy to have them. That's a look at the numbers. Coming up here in um, the the final segment of the show, which will only be we're a short and abbreviated show today. I wasn't able to put together a guest. It's only me. It's me and you today. So we will uh, only have uh, just this one first segment, Stone's Throw, and then the final segment. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. Is that true? And why we why do we treat DUI laws so much different than we do all other uh, offenses from murder to theft to any any other kind of a felony or misdemeanor we treat completely different than we do DUI laws. I'll get to that here in just a minute. First, though, kind of a bounce around hodgepodge, a pick up on catch up on some things that have been going on around the southeast and the country and the world in the Stones Throw segment. Heads up! It's Stones Throw. Wait, what? Oh, whoa! Back up the truck. Beep. What are you talking about? Is technology making us mentally ill? 
Look at me, I'm stupid, I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore, and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? All right, we'll start with complaining with um, about utilities here locally. I've, I've complained for years and years at the old station, Fraud Radio, that the WWTA annoys me so bad. The way they bill, they uh, they combined and consolidated billing um, with uh, Tennessee American Water a couple of years ago. It used to be separate billing. When they combine the billing, the way that they that they they charge you is that whatever amount of water that you bring into your home, well, that amount of water is what you deposited into the sewer, which isn't true. And in some cases, isn't even kind of true, depending on how you use your water, how if you're, if you're a conservationist, if you recycle your water, if you garden, if you, if, you, uh, <clears throat> if, you, if you spend a lot of time on your lawn, things like that, your water bill or your WWTA wastewater bill can be completely erroneous, completely false. So whatever amount of water comes into the house, they just say that's the amount of water went out of the house. And when I first thought about this and thought, this is just wrong, my brother used to live with me and he was a painter. And he is a dipstick half the time too and can't remember to do anything right. And he leaves the damn hose on all the time. And when he's cleaning out his brushes. And one day, he left the water on for, I think it was like three days. It was ridiculous. I had a like three or $400 water bill. I was out of town, and the water was on for, for literally an entire weekend. Well, the WWTA billed me as if all that water went into the sewer. Not one drop of that thousands of gallons of water went into the sewer. Every bit of it went into the dirt, into the ground, and I got billed for that. So that was a perfect example. It's like, this is wrong. So this isn't about the WWTA today. This is about Chattanooga gas. Very good. I, I like having natural gas at the house. It works well with the heat. It's good for cooking. It's cheap utility. Until I start, they change their bill over to Western Union on, on online pay. It's a $13 bill I had last week. You think, well, that's cool. Only 13 bucks. That's cool. Man, middle of the summer. Shouldn't be that high. Well, now they've charged $2.95 for every transaction, unless you set it up with automatic withdrawal. And when I, you know, I just lost a lot of income recently. I'm not all that interested in having a bunch of money coming on my account without having strict, uh, you know, oversight of what's going on here just because you never know. So I don't want automatic draw, even if it's just a few bucks. So to to pay online is $2.95. 2016, we're going this route. If this was, this was 2006, I'd, I'd maybe get it. So I called Chad and, uh, Gas and said, screw this, guys. Send me a bill on the pay, in, in, in the mail. Stop. I'm not paying you electronically. You're not getting any money from me unless you send me a piece of paper in my mailbox, which now is increasing workloads on their end, increasing cost on their end. And it's just not the way it should be done. Way to go, Chattanooga Gas. We'll jump around here to see Obama's uh, summer playlist. I'm sure. Oh, what a what a jerk! What a stupid idiot! What a terrible president! He's got he got things to do, and he's picking out songs. You think he actually did this? You're you're out of your mind. But Obama's pre- uh, summer playlist some uh, some pretty some pretty impressive uh, songs picked out here. 
Smooth Sailing by Leon Bridges. Elevator Operator by Courtney Barnett. My girl, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros is on here. Jay-Z featuring Pharrell. Prince, Aretha Franklin's Good Vibrations from the Beatles, uh, from the Beach Boys. You don't know a thing, Gary Clark Jr. That's the, that's the daytime list. The nighttime list is Aaron Neville. And again, it's like 20 on each one. I'm not going to name, name every one. I'm just the ones that stick out to me. Mary J. Blige and Method Man. I'll be there for you. You're all I need. Fiona Apple, Criminal. What I need is a good defense. Yeah, remember that one? Chance the Rapper, Acid Rain. My Funny Valentine from Miles Davis. Janet Jackson, War, Anthony Hamilton, Billie Holiday all make the list on President Obama's playlist. Speaking of tunes, um, Sting. Have you, have you seen this? This is incredible. Sting, who's a cajillionaire, clearly, you know, superstar rock star for, uh, from the police and then his own solo career. Sting's tune, Every Breath You Take. Of course, we all know that song. You've heard it a million times. He makes, according to CelebrityNetWorth.com, the royalties off of every breath you take, the basic bassist vocalist makes nearly $2,000 a day from that one song's royalties. That is nearly $730,000 a year. Three quarters of a million dollars a year for one song. And you might be thinking, how is that possible? That's what I thought. Well, the reason is, is when they wrote that song, the band was in turmoil and on the verge of breaking up. And while he didn't necessarily write the song himself, he got the complete writing credits. So Sting is the solo songwriter of that song, Every Breath You Take. Well, in, in 1997, if you remember Puff Daddy did I'll Be Missing You to the same tune with just changing the words and adding some mixes and samples and all that kind of stuff in there. Well, they also, they didn't file the, uh, the trademark correctly. So because of some kind of technicality, Sting gets virtually all the royalties from that song as well. So when you put that together with the Puff Daddy tune and that he's a solo songwriter, he makes almost a quarter of a million dollars every year off of one freaking song. It's a stone on air podcast. My name is Brian Stone. Buzz driving is drunk driving. I'll tell you more about that next segment. A couple more to go here, and we'll wrap this one up. Chattanooga Whiskey's new facility will produce 14 barrels a day. Once again, Chattanooga Whiskey says they have a location. I think this is the fourth damn time. This isn't a scattered, dysfunctional company. I don't know what is. Whiskey's pretty good stuff. It's all right. I can, you know, I can take it or leave it. But according to, um, this is the Times Free Press, they can do like one barrel a day at the location right across the street from the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Now with the new facility, quote unquote, if they actually go there, um, is the old Newton Chevrolet building on the riverfront. Uh, Riverside Drive right across from Kelly Subaru at uh, MLK, right before you get to MLK. And um, the renderings look good, but the renderings on the south side look good. And then the renderings over on 4th Street looked good. And then the renderings and whatever else the other place was looked good. These guys can't make up their mind. And I think part of that was having crazy Joe, Joe Ledbetter involved early on now that he's long gone. Maybe this will actually happen. Chattanooga Whiskey looking to move locations for the fourth time. And interesting way that we, we focus our attention on things as American people. And really, it really we do rely on the media to kind of 
I hate to say guide us or tell us what to do or tell us what to think because that's not that no that's not true or at least it, it shouldn't be I guess it can be but headline here from um, NOLA NOLA.com national media fiddle as Louisiana drowns the frustration level of many observers who can't help but notice a key absence amid the tragedy the national media of course just torrential rains at the uh, over the weekend and into the early into the early part of this week major flooding thousand year kind of rains hammering the region for days in some places measuring two feet in less than three days so it's being called the worst natural disaster since superstorm sandy in 2012 but the but the national media has by and large rendered the flood a secondary story at best craig fugit from fema says you have the olympics you have the election take a look at the national news and the flood the flood in louisiana is probably on the third or fourth page but as late as Sunday, which now was four days ago, CNN, which has built a re- reputation for tireless wall-to-wall coverage of such disasters, which is very true, had devoted precious little time to this particular disaster over the airwaves or online. The New York Times, with prides itself as America's newspaper of record, didn't have a story posted to its website until Sunday night, days after this had begun. Two full days after the rain began falling and the water began rising from the los angeles times nothing like we've ever seen flood danger is not over in louisiana the devastation is severe as many as twenty thousand. this is a story about parish livingston parish just east of baton rouge as many as twenty thousand of the parish's 141,000 residents had to be rescued after the area endured 25 inches of rain in just three days over two feet of rain in three days. About 5,000 residents were in shelters. There was a picture posted on one uh, on a, a prominent, I didn't even, I just, I copied and pasted it to my Word document here, so I'm not sure who posted it uh, on a social media, but a picture of Denham Springs, which is north of I-12, uh, near the uh, same place, Livingston Parish. Got, uh, Livingston Parish got more rainfall in 48 hours than Los Angeles, California has received since the year 2012. Think about that. This area of the country, not all that far away from here, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, got more rainfall in two days than the city of Los Angeles, California has gotten in nearly four years. So it's just, it's just crazy to think that we don't spend any time thinking about this. It's not, it's, it's not the click, it's not clickbait. It's not clickbaitable, I guess. And you, normally these kinds of things are. Just shows you how caught up we are with this sideshow, this clown show, this reality television show that is this ridiculous, despicable election and this just disgusting, maniacal demagogue Trump and and just old boring Hillary. It's just it's it's a disaster. And then it makes me think back. I see some people posting. Yeah. Remember back in 2010, the floods in Nashville, another thousand year kind of flood, middle Tennessee, two day rain totals. We're in the neighborhood of 19 inches. Nashville was completely underwater. Most of the country didn't even barely pay attention to it. And so a lot of people nearby here in Nashville can can relate to that because they felt it. They lived it. They know it. And it's just interesting that we don't hardly pay attention to it. And a quick one here also from the Chattanooga Times Free Press. Eastridge police are partnering with the Tennessee Highway Safety Office to increase DUI enforcement across Tennessee from August 19th, which is tomorrow, 
to Labor Day as part of a National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's nationwide mobilization against drunk driving, according to an Eastridge Police Department news release. I live in Eastridge. A single DUI conviction can cost up to $10,000 or more. In addition to jail time, vendors could also be required to install a vehicle ignition interlock device and or attend drug and alcohol treatment. And I ask, why is DUI laws handled so much differently than every other offense that you can do out there from murder to theft to, to just insert crime here? What other... What other law that you can break is handled legally in the justice system the same way no matter what, how you, how you offend? Meaning there's, there's no variations. Buzz driving is drunk driving. That's what they say. They hell, they scream it on their damn commercials. They tell you there is no difference between any level of drunk driving. It's all the same. And I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. And a travesty to the legal system. And here we go. I know what you, you, some of you say. Oh, yeah. Brian's for drunk driving. He's a promoter of it. Shut up. You're not listening if that's what you think. I'll tell you more about that next on the Stone on Air podcast. Recorded live to tape on the campus of Chattanooga State Community College at the studios of WAWL.org. And I'll be right back. back with the Stone On Air podcast. My name is Brian Stone. This is Lon Eldridge, local musician who was going to join me today. I tried to corner him at the last minute, but he wasn't able to make it. You ever wake up with them so different blues? I said, you ever wake up with them so different blues? So we just talked about it, and we'll reschedule for another day. It's like, what, you can't make it with 17 hours notice? What's your problem, bro? There's my hat, mama, go bring Kitty. me my shoes. I said, there's my hat, mama, go bring me my shoes. One of the questions I was going to ask him, and I will ask him this next time I see him. He's got the crazy facial hair, like the curly mustache thing. Can't remember what that's called. Where the little curls on the end, like Raleigh Fingers, if y'all know the old baseball player. I can't remember how you reference that. I I don't know. Forgetting, but whatever. You know what I'm talking about. With, like, twisted on the ends. You know, different variations. Cool hats. Cool get up. You've been doing this for years. Years and years and years and years and years. Now everybody. Now everybody. You're not cool if you don't have something funky going on in your face. If you're a dude, anyway. I always wondered if people like that are like, I've been doing this way before it was cool. Seems like a pretty laid back kind of easy going dude so I'm sure it doesn't bother him but it wouldn't me it's the Stone on Air podcast recorded live to tape on August 18th 2016 final segment just Brian <coughs> Stone me and you hanging out for a final segment here in this late morning get it posted this afternoon so I mentioned going into the <coughs> excuse me the final 
little mention of the Stone's Throw where I was just kind of hodgepodging around and bouncing off a few things that East Ridge is for a week increasing DUI enforcement. Of course, this is leading up to the Labor Day weekend and and, you know, as always, oh, it's out of safety. We, we set up these speed traps on 153 as I drive to Chattanooga State every uh, once a week and see the cops all over the place set up with the radar guns. It's all about safety, Brian. That's what we're here to do. Make sure everybody's safe. Liars, 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 pants on fires. Um, it's not true. And this is another situation of oh, trying to keep everybody safe. No, you're trying to make a lot of money. It is very, very, very profitable to pick up people for drunk driving. And you should be arrested and put in jail and prosecuted if you are drunk driving. Um, do not forget that statement that I just said as I continue on with this segment. I know a lot of people are going to start to forget that I just said you should be arrested for drunk driving if that's indeed what you're doing and you should be prosecuted. All right. Do I need to say it like 10 times in a row to make sure that you understand that I believe that drunk drivers should be prosecuted and to the full extent of the law? Yes. I do, all right? That's three times. Should I go four? Should I go five? All right, for the sake of entertainment content, I won't continue to say it over and over again. What I will say is, is that because DUI is such a shameful offense, nobody will ever stand up and say this and, 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 and challenge the system on how DUI and DWI and intoxicated uh, driving laws are enforced and how they're prosecuted and how the legal system works on this and how the justice system handles it. It's 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 like a one and done. I mean, they admit it with this stupid ass commercial that they've been running for a few years now. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. Not true. That's not true. Um, is there a fine line in there somewhere? Yes. But and I'm going to do a whole segment on this one of these days. Some things need to be left up to discretion and judgment and to be able to leave discretion and judgment up to somebody who's in a very powerful position like a police officer. You have to have quality trained human beings or you're not going to get good judgment or good discretion. And that's why I think here they've just said, you know what, rather than have to worry about all that or care whether our law enforcement is, is, is overly competent, we need to just make sure we have this a blanket thing. Nobody's going to say anything anyway. You just look like you're supporting drunk driving, Brian, you a-hole. No, we don't do this with anything else in, in law enforcement. And I'm going to use two extremes, one extreme and one not so extreme. Murder and theft. If you just, if you kill somebody... There's not just some blanket uh, repercussions. It's not just you killed somebody. Here's what happens to you next. There's all kinds of different levels. And you think, oh, of course, Brian, don't, don't, don't be stupid. Of course, it's, it's murder, man. Somebody's life. It's a completely different thing. I get it. All right. I hear you. That's fine. What about theft? What about theft? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sociopathical uh, problem in this country from I'm going to steal that off your desk to I'm going to steal that out of that convenience store to I'm going to steal the damn Mona Lisa. They're not the same thing. They shouldn't be treated the same, and they're not. What is homicide? Homicide, homicide is in itself is not criminal. It's just simply a definition of one human killing another human. Murder. Crime of murder is killing one human being, but it has all kinds of different levels. Intentional, unlawful, 
with malice and, and, and a forethought. First-degree murder is a deliberate premeditated killing. Second-degree murder, there's no, where there's no evidence that the killing was premeditated. Felony murder. It's when you're committing other crimes and someone ends up dying. We didn't mean for somebody to die. You were trying to steal the Mona Lisa and the damn thing fell off the wall and hit a guy in the head and killed him. That's not, these are all different variations of the same, of, of this, of the same end result, right? Someone's dead, but you're not prosecuted the same way. Cause it doesn't make any sense. Then there's manslaughter. There's involuntary manslaughter, voluntary manslaughter, vehicular manslaughter. It goes on and on and on and on. All right. So murder is an extreme example. Okay, fine. I hear you. We won't do that one. How about the different degrees of theft? There's grand theft. Grand theft in the first degree, that's taking property valued over $100,000. Grand theft in the second degree, that's theft of property worth between $20,000 and $100,000. Then there's grand theft in the third degree. That's theft of property valued from $300,000 to $20,000. Then there's pennant theft, petty theft as often people call it. Petty theft is property valued stolen under $300. Then there's the first degree, then there's the third degree and the second degree, and that gets down to property between 100 and 300 and then anything below 100. You steal a candy bar from the from the Mapco, it's not the same as stealing the the, the tennis bracelet at Jared jewelry store. It's just not the same. They shouldn't be handled the same, they're not the same thing. Same concept in drunk driving if you're asking me. We have an entire economy, a certain slice of our economy is based on the food and beverage industry, craft beer, craft cocktails, come out here and get a buzz. Come out of the ball game and, and, and pound them down, man. Come on out here and have some fun. And then when you drive home, we're going to make sure we arrest as many of you as possible. But if you're drive, if you're a menace to society, if you're if you're blind ass, I mean, almost literally blind ass drunk. And you're waking up the next day having to look outside to make sure your car's in the driveway. That's not the same thing as me going to the burger joint and having three Lagunitas IPAs, which are 6.2% alcohol, which is higher than the most than the most beer alcohol I drank, have a burger and fries, let's say four, four Lagunitas IPAs over a course of two hours. Legally, I'm wasted, man. Legally, I am very drunk because of that absurd, sickeningly stupid low number, 0.008 or whatever the hell it is. It's tiny, it's nothing. And I'll just come out here. I'll come out right out here and say it in front of uh, nobody at this point until it's posted and everybody. I'm an alcoholic. All right, I am. I admit it. I drink. A few beers ain't giving me a buzz. Now legally, your buzz driving is drunk driving. Has me being prosecuted the same way as the guy who almost killed people last night because he was so stupid he couldn't get out of his own way. Pounded down five shots of Patron, had five or six beers, a couple shots of whatever little mixed drink here and there of, of a Jaeger bomb or two. Guy can't see straight, drives home, could have killed any person in sight, and me and him have, have committed the same crime? Are you freaking kidding me? Can you put down... This is an emotional thing, I get it. A lot of people have had really sad and tragic stories involving with drunk drivers and, and people in their family, maybe. So I, I get it, this is an emotional thing. But can you just... Can you put that away for just a minute and listen to what I just said? The guy who's blind-ass drunk has been drinking all night long at the bar, who's been overserved by every idiot bartender in town, gets in his car and drives home, and I have four beers and drive home, and we've, create, we've committed the same crime? No, we haven't. No, we haven't. Buzz driving is not drunk driving. It's like saying involuntary manslaughter is murder. No, it's not. 
That's like saying that, that's like saying petty theft is grand larceny. No, it's not. That's a lie. You've just made that up. You're scaring people. And 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 I get it. We don't you don't need to be drinking and driving, period, ever. End of story. I've now said it five times. Maybe it's just four. Don't drink and drive. There's five. But treating it blanket as the same kind of thing is it's 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 not it's not right. It's not responsible, and it's not it's not justice, especially when we create a, a huge portion of our economy based on the food and beverage industry. I work in the business, guys. I'm not just making stuff up over here. I'm not just blowing stuff out of my you know what because I feel like it today. I've thought about this a lot. So there should be discretion and judgment. If the if the 19 year old girl gets out of the car because she had three beers and can't you know or guy whatever skinny kid skinny girl and can't see straight because they had four lagonitis IPA, well put them in jail, man. But if I've had a few beers, I'm an alcoholic. I'm not drunk. Buzz driving is not drunk driving. It's an admission of a broken system and absolutely an injustice, not justice. Don't drink and drive, but buzz driving is not drunk driving. Speaking of which, the damn brew fest is this week, and everybody in this city is going to be drunk off their ass. For 10 hours, they serve beer out there. I'm going. It's fun. Whatever. I'll talk more about that next week, whenever the hell we do another one of these. And again, the royal way. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone on Air podcast. I'm going to put the wraps on this thing and go have an afternoon. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Uh, Stoneonair.com. All the podcasting apps you can find out there. This show is available. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you again soon. At Stone on Air on all social media. Hit me up. And if they should ask, where did that cat go? Just tell them I'm gone. See you later. Bye.